everybody, and welcome to this edition of the OATA Movie Club podcast. I'm the director of the show, Jeff Moreva, and I'm here with the host, Mr. Robert Birch. Hello. How are you doing today, my pretty friend? Pretty good, and you? Good. I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> Not too bad. Um, so, our movie this week, The Iron Lady. Mm. Um, great movie. One. Great movie. Yeah. Um, uh, PG-13. Yeah. 2011? 11. Yeah. yeah. 2011. Um, so, the story of Margaret Thatcher, British Prime Minister, first woman Prime Minister. Uh-huh. Um, Let's let's have some details. Um, she, you know, uh, Meryl Streep. Um, she watched a lot of video. It spent months uh, researching this and watching uh, video of Margaret Thatcher. You know, to get down her speech and and her mannerisms. Um, she had actually seen Margaret Thatcher in person uh, when uh, she had come to uh, Meryl Streep's college uh, many years before that. But she she didn't meet Margaret Thatcher, but she had you know, uh, been there for a lecture that she had given. And um, apparently was very impressed at the time. Now, little did she know she was going to win an Academy Award for portraying Margaret Thatcher at, you know, when she did see her, you know. Which is, of course, just one of her many Academy Academy, Awards. Uh, They're doorstops at the street. They're doorstops. You know, know, if you haven't heard of her, she's kind of a good actress. Um, (laughs) She's she's not bad at all. Um, Yeah, she did great in this movie. Um, The thing about Meryl Streep is... Because someone asked me, like, why is she so great? Like, yeah. you know, I'm like, it's because you believe her. Yeah. No matter what role she's in, you just believe totally it. Totally believe it. You know, there's other act- actors like that, too, but not a lot. Right. And, um, I mean, you think about her in, in Sophie's Choice. Yeah. Which is a difficult role to pull off. You know, I mean, it's uh, it's everywhere on the emotional scale. And, you know, the, the, like the really brutal scene where she's on the Auschwitz um, uh, train right. yeah. uh, a, a depot right there and has to choose uh, between the two children. Right. Um, that and then, you know, juxtapose that to Kramer versus Kramer, right. you know, where she's this very weak character, yeah. you know, uh, uh, not really knowing exactly what she wants to do. She just knows she wants out of the, out of the marriage. Right. Um, and then this, you know, this film was very headstrong. I mean, they didn't call her the Iron Lady yeah. for nothing. She uh, absolutely knew, uh, Margaret Thatcher knew exactly what she wanted, and she went after it and was ruthless Yeah, uh, by all accounts. Yeah, that's what, you know, because I, you know, I'm not a scholar of British government by any means. Um, so watching this film, I thought it was really interesting to see how... Um, Headstrong, I guess, is the word that she. Uh-huh. I mean, once she had an idea in her head, oh yeah, that was the way it was. You know, that was pretty much. And there's several scenes in the movie where they, you know, people are trying to talk her out of things, and she's just adamant. She's like, no, you know, and um, well, she had this Churchillian sort yes. of, um, you know, that's a new word, Churchill, uh, that, <laughs> that she um, uh, she really shared a lot of his traits and a lot of his beliefs too. You know, I mean, you take. The, the Falklands Island uh, War right. that um, really diplomatically it could have been solved easily. Yeah. And she took the tack of, no, this is British territory. We are going to defend it by yeah. arms. And, uh, and they did. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, and it probably wouldn't have happened under a, a different, a different I, prime minister. That was one of the things I learned. I did not know that story, honestly, before this movie. Um, I had no idea about those, those islands off of South America and, and 
that I didn't even know they were British territory, let alone fought over British territory. And Well, I had the benefit of uh, uh, watching The Crown just a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> and this was the uh, the couple of episodes that, that I was watching, the ones with uh, Gillian Anderson playing yeah. Margaret Thatcher. Awesome. Uh, yeah, Meryl Streep, you can't say enough good things about her. She's you know got the Academy Awards to back it up and, and just great. Um, I love Jim Broadbent. I, oh, he's, he's great. He's one of my favorites. Um, I, I'm trying to remember... I could try to remember the very first thing that I really saw him in that I went, wow, this guy yeah. is, you know. Moulin uh, Rouge. Moulin Rouge. Um, I loved him in he's, that. He's a great in the Harry Potter series, but we've we've discussed oh, that. Yeah. I'm a nerd, a Harry yeah. Potter nerd. So. <laughs> um, but, yeah, he's great Gangs in those movies. Gangs of New York. Gangs of New York. Um, great. Just, Boss Tweed in that. Yeah. yeah. Just a great actor and, and definitely a very recognizable face um, in this movie, um, along with several other he's British actors. He's a really dynamic uh, character actor. Yeah, and I think uh, you know that's something is in kind of short supply these days. You know, you have very strong leading men. This is probably an era of, in American film of strong leading men that carry yeah. the the picture. But um, you know, say in the '40s, the '30s, and '40s, you had a lot of great character actors. Um, I think he's probably one of the best right. uh, that, of our era. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, just great. Um, I didn't know a lot about. Um, the structure, I, you know, I'm so used to American politics to see even just how they interact in Parliament, like, like just in uh-huh. just at the building itself, just standing there and the way it's across the aisle and they both stand up to this little cross-examination thing. And, and just it was very interesting to see all those details that I had no idea about. It's an education. It is. It really is. And uh, and just to know. Like how that stuff works over there is is pretty cool. All the behind the scenes stuff, you know, like the cabinet room at right. number ten. Um, you know, there's a, a storyline in here. I don't think is hit on as much as it is in the Crown, where her son goes missing. He's in a cross uh, cross country um, uh, auto race in the back wood uh, back uh, areas of of Africa, and he, you know, this is uh, the 80s right. and he goes missing he and and the woman that he's you know they're like a, a two-team partner but they, yeah. uh, they he's he disappears for uh, uh almost a week or more and uh you know all, then you know because he is oh, quietly you know they're trying to use all of the assets of the british government to find right. the prime minister's son which you know <laughs> probably wouldn't have done for just you know any britain <laughs> And, um, you know, they really uh, show uh, uh, that storyline is also used uh, to um, show the behind the scenes in the family, the dynamic that he was, the son, was her absolute favorite. Right. And her daughter um, just wasn't. Right. You know, her daughter, uh, she, she was always, you know, hammering her to, you know, uh, be strong and, 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 and you know, do all the chores. Right. And the son was always allowed to play and, and be this wild character and never called on the carpet for it. Wow. Yeah, in the movie it depicts that, you know, the brother's not even, I mean, the son is not even existent uh-huh. in this movie. I mean, he's he's out of town or whatever yeah. they keep saying. And the daughter is basically the one who took care of her in her last years. One thing I did want to talk about, because um, I couldn't quite find proof or, or disproof online, um, was she having dementia problems at the end? I mean, the movie depicts her seeing her husband after he's dead, yeah. um, very clearly talking to him. 
there's a couple scenes, I think, where um, one of the uh, housekeepers comes in and, and she actually has a plate and stuff set up for uh, Jim Broadbent uh-huh. um, character. And, um, and uh, of course, he's not. He's dead. Yeah. And so I was just wondering, like, how much of that, I wonder, is actually based on truth? I mean, was she just starting to have dementia? Was she really? She did in her okay. last years. You know, and, and um, we, we talk about this in the, the movie club. Uh, uh, I think it was in our intermission that that he uh, that uh, Meryl Streep never uh, or that Margaret Thatcher never saw this film. Right now, that might be because she she did have dementia in, in those last two years of her life, um, but it also could be. I mean, if somebody were making a a film about me, even if it were Meryl Streep playing me, which is very <laughs> unlikely. Uh, that uh, I don't know. She's pretty good. She might <laughs> well, be able to pull she, it off. If anybody could. Uh, yeah, she could. She, she might be able to pull it off. But, uh, you know, I'm not sure I would want to go see a film about me. Right. Uh, you know, that just couldn't go well. Especially right. taking your public choices, your public opinion right. of all these choices that you've made and, and putting them on display and uh-huh. examining them. And your family members, you know, how they're portrayed in right. this. You know, would you really want to set yourself up for that? And I'm not sure I would buy a ticket for that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that part was really sad to see of the movie, you know, uh-huh. is, is was was that part. And, and I again, I just I didn't know that for sure. So I didn't I didn't honestly I wasn't expecting that. But uh, what a great dyna- uh, a great way to um, to portray- to start this film. You know, the the the, the way the script is written uh, uses uh, her her husband. You know, he's he's dead the whole time. Right. And so he's like this ghost character that comes in, and he's kind of her conscience, or yeah. he's uh, you know always on her shoulder yep. to uh, you know offer some uh, comment on on what's what she's thinking about or what she's doing. Yeah, my favorite line is when he when she's getting dinner out of the fridge, and he goes, "Cold supper, you've lost your standards," you know <laughs> something like, and. Uh, Shut up, you know. That's and, pretty good. That's and, yeah, good. Um, but uh, but yeah, uh, you know this this movie um, for a lot of people who don't know, like I said, the son and the daughter, they're they definitely had different roles in the family. Uh-huh. Um, we like we said, the daughter was definitely the caretaker. Yeah, um, and. I don't know. Did her daughter? Did her daughter? Was she in politics as well? No. No. Yeah. Okay. For some reason, I thought I had read that, but obviously, I didn't. But uh, she was the long-suffering, um, you know, sibling. Yeah. And the, uh, you know, the the son was this playboy that yeah. always got into trouble, and then you know, never called on the carpet by his mother for that. Yeah. And uh, you know, uh, in. Well, you know, it's basically because of the crown, which I I urge you to see, um, uh, <laughs> which I haven't seen. I'll, I'll full disclosure, I, have, I haven't seen a single minute of it. So. Well, the father and uh, you know uh, Margaret Thatcher's uh, husband and the and the daughter, uh, uh, they sort of commiserate to to one another. You know, he understands her her plight. Yeah, that you know, well, you know, this is just the way it always has been. You know, he, he's quite clearly. The favorite, and uh, you know, one scene uh, she uh, she's sitting and speaking with Queen Elizabeth, and says, uh, "You know, my favorite, you know, child," and it really perplexes Queen Elizabeth so much so that she goes to Prince Char or uh, pr- um, Prince Philip, yeah, and her husband, and says, uh, "Have you, ever, you know, Margaret Thatcher just you know r- casually referred <laughs> to one of her children as her favorite." 
And um, do I have a favorite? Do you have a favorite? And he's like, oh, come on. <laughs> you know, you're, are you serious? You have a favorite quite clearly, but you don't, you, um, uh, you, you don't know who it is. Right. So then she holds a series of interviews with her children, uh, calls them back from all the, the corners of the earth to, to sit down with her so she can try and figure out. And uh, it, it strongly indicates that Prince Andrew was or is her favorite, which, you know, now with all the troubles going on, right. you know, it sort of adds a new dynamic to that. Yeah, definitely. Um, the, uh, the, I don't want to give away the ending. I mean, it's a true story. Mm-hmm. We, we, we know the ending. She passed away. Um, but it doesn't quite go that far in the movie. Um, and so I'm trying to, I was trying to figure out like, when was, was that just the very last couple of years? Was that meant to yes. be... 90, you know, was, how early did that, that dementia start? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that would have been the 90s. Yeah. Um, I just wonder how early that dementia started, you know, if it yeah. was, if there was any lingering. It was not very long. Yeah. Not very long. Yeah, she did, yeah. But, um, you know, I love, you know, it goes into the uh, the almost puppy dog love that she had for Ronald Reagan. Yeah. A very oh, yeah. big admirer of Ronald and, Reagan. And, and growing up in the 80s, that's what I remember is, I remember Margaret Thatcher being linked to Ronald Reagan, like yeah. any time I would think of her, it was through something that you know Ronald Reagan speech or what you know something um, to do with him, and uh, and so yeah, and I know they worked together very closely. Yeah, she was very uh, enamored, I would say, because uh, you know he was a movie star to begin right. with, and then uh, very closely aligned in their political beliefs and their um, uh, political um, sort of their management style yeah uh although she was much more hands-on than reagan was yeah but um very ideologically linked and um uh, yeah it's hard to really think of one without the other right at this you know in history yeah well this is a great film i recommend anybody anybody um listening please tune in and watch it's a great movie um OETA Movie Club airs Saturday nights at 9 p.m. Um, Iron Lady is February 19th, 9 p.m., uh-huh. PG-13. Great film. Please tune in and listen. And as always, send in those celebrity photos. That's a Celebrity Photo, P.O. Box 14190, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, 73113. Or you can email it to us at movieclub at oeta.tv. Yes. And please tune in, or tune in, please log on to our website and check out all those extras. Um, We'll give you a link to that um, here in a second, and uh, just tune in and and like us. We'll love to see you there. Thank you. Make sure to like and subscribe to the podcast. You can preview all upcoming OETA Movie Club films at oeta.tv forward slash oeta dash movie dash club. And please, send your celebrity photos to P.O. Box 14190, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma 73113, or you can email them to us at oeta.tv forward slash movie club. And of course, tune in every Saturday night at 9 and on Fridays at 11. We'll see you on the couch every weekend for a great movie and fresh popcorn.